Rob steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay in oh, the Oh, my God. the deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Brutal. David Guthrie is right there. Didn't have the guts to call it. Also, go and Malloy. The Twins are going to win the World Series. Now fires into the end zone. Come on. Edwards on the attack, and Ants can fly. Welcome back to the Bold North Sports Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Timberwolves because that's what we do here. And that's also because the NBA is the main focus now. And there's four games left in the regular season. Then it's the play-in tournament. And then it's the regular season. And the Wolves currently sit in the seventh seed. They are battling to get to the sixth seed. Today we have Jackson Borst back on. Borsty, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Tuck. Thanks for having me. Of course. So, I mean, we talk about this every episode, basically, but it's been the same. The Wolves are still the seventh seed. They beat the Nuggets the other night, which was an extremely ex- impressive win. I mean, I mean, no Wolves team in the past would have done that. I feel like we say that every day. I mean, the Wolves keep doing things they would previously not do. I think there's yeah. reasons for that. We can get into that. Uh, but what are your overall thoughts? Biggest thought right now on this team right now? My biggest thought right now, Tuck, is that I'm extremely excited for the future of this team. Let me just say now that next year I can see a Suns situation happening from the bubble uh, from two years ago to the finals next year. I'm not kidding. I think that next year this team could go extremely far. Um, not to say that, you know, this year they won't do any damage, but I am extremely excited for next year given, like, the cap stuff with our um, contract situations with all, the, with all the players. You know, mm-hmm. Vando's locked up. Beasley's mm-hmm. locked up. Cat, um, Ants, uh, J-Mac. Uh, Everybody. Yeah. Is there um, a single he, player that's not here next year? Is Torian Prince? I don't know. I don't know if Prince. Prince is, but you know, Pat Bev's back for another year. I mean, yeah. it's it's just it's really exciting, um, and it is maybe a little disappointing that I mean, let's be honest, it's we're probably not going to get the sixth seed, yeah, um, and because with the whole Warriors situation and Steph being out, I do think the Wolves could beat them in the first round, mm-hmm. um, but I still do like the matchup between the Wolves, and the Grizzlies. Um, it's a hell of a lot better than the Suns and the Wolves because I got to be honest, that would be an extremely disappointing finish to this season. Yes. Is getting beat by the Suns in five games. I, I got to say. And that's why I want to avoid the play-in so bad. Yep. But if you do get in the play-in, my God, is that first game important. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's we'll the be world. There. Yes, we will be there. I already yep. got the tickets. Uh, 
but if they can beat the Clippers, yep. that would be maybe my favorite outcome. It's mm-hmm. just like I'm also okay with them getting the sixth seed because then you don't have to worry about losing. Because if you go, if you face the Suns, you're done. If you yeah. face the Grizzlies, you have a chance. If you face the Warriors, you have a chance. Whoever ends up being the three seed, it could be the Mavs. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, honestly, I, the Mavs would not be a great matchup for us either. I got to say, the way Luca's playing right now is – I will I just, say – I think he, I'm, this might be a hot take. Not, I think he's a top three player in the NBA right now. I, he, he might be, uh, but the Wolves played well against the Dal- or, uh, Luca the last – Oh, the they did. Games they a couple did. weeks or a week ago. Yep, and he didn't sure. dominate by in by any stretch. It was like Reggie Bullock and Dar- Dorian Finney-Smith, those guys. Uh, but yeah. those teams, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go back to what you were first talking about the future. Yeah. My God, it's it's so bright. I mean, mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards, he can take another step. Jaden McDaniel's, oh, yeah. he can take another step. I mean, e- even guys like I don't know Nas Reed, uh, yeah, Noel, he can mm-hmm. take another step, and then. I don't know. I mean, D'Angelo Russell is D'Angelo Russell. He's going to be always be inconsistent, but he yep. this year he has been Im- Im- very impactful in ways besides scoring. Like he yeah. can distribute the ball. His defense has improved a bit. He's a very good leader, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think the one move that Sachin Gupta, if he sticks around, the one move he has to make this summer, whether it's in the draft or through free agency or trade or whatever. You have to get another a, a big off the bench. Yep. Yep. Because I mean, I I, I totally I, agree. I don't look forward to this in the playoffs, but Nasri is going to get torched off the bench, <laughs> and it's not his fault. He's just not big enough. Yeah. Like he's not a center. He's a big power forward, in my opinion. Yes. So yeah, and, and you know what? Back to Ant. You said Ant can take another step. Yes, that's obvious. Ant can take another three steps. Mm-hmm. That's how special he is. Like we were, we were texting about it um, this past weekend, and the way, just how athletic he is, and the finishing still isn't all there. But yep. I was texting you about how much he impacts the game away from scoring, or how much he can impact the game away from the scoring. You know, I thought he made some great passes this week. Um, the rebounding was really, really good, and I think this was, you know, his best week in uh in a while because you know the, pa- the past month and a half have not been ants best but yeah i'm just i'm extremely excited for where this guy can go i think uh yeah let's stick on anthony edwards for a second because what he did in that nuggets game was m- maybe a top five most impressive thing of the year it was yeah. it was almost like he was awful the first three quarters and mm-hmm. then the game was tight they needed someone to go get buckets, and he goes five for five in the fourth quarter, three yeah. for three from three. I mean, that's what good players do. Yeah, and he then, can shoot that three, man. He really can. Yeah, and it, when, when one goes in, it's almost – I'd love to see the stat of the next time he shoots. I swear, yeah. it's always – he gets hot, and then he just makes like two or three. Uh, but even the last play of the game, the game was over. He was playing that one-on-one defense and got a steal. He is – one of the best one-on-one defenders in the NBA when he's locked in. Now, off the ball, he could use a lot of work because he he doesn't get he doesn't focus all the time. But yep. man, he can lock up good players. Even when they played the Grizzlies at home like a month yep. ago, he locked up John Morant wow. like nobody yep. could. So 
There's so many levels to his game. I also want to say Torian Prince for Ricky Rubio, or uh, a second round pick in Torian Prince for Ricky Rubio. People oh, yeah. were disliking that trade earlier in the year. He <laughs> has been extremely good off the bench. Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I think a lot of people disliked Gerson Rosas's decisions, and a lot of them have turned out to be pretty damn good. I got to be yeah. honest. I mean, you can point to the Wiggins, uh, D'Angelo, Kaminga thing. I mean, that one maybe hasn't worked out the best. But, you know, all of the other moves have been pretty impressive. I mean, him trading – I mean, okay, he drafted Jarrett Culver. That was bad. Yeah. But he made up for it by trading – somehow trading Juancho Hernan Gomez and Jarrett Culver for Patrick Beverly. Yes. That was a superb move. And then even locking up guys like Jared Vanderbilt and getting him in the deal, uh, Malik Beasley. What was that trade? Was that Robert Covington for – how did they get Malik Beasley and Vando from the Nuggets? I can't remember. But yeah. uh, however they got them, I remember that was a – looking back on it, it was a great trade. Oh, yeah. Um, finding Nas Reed uh, undrafted, phenomenal. And drafting uh, McDaniels. Yes, late in the first round. Yep. I mean – and, and, and the bench has been bad. You text me a lot about, about when Cat goes off the floor. <laughs> the bench starts yep. to suck. A lot yep. of the reason of it late is because Jaden McDaniels isn't playing. They don't yes, have any – they need another length, lengthy uh, big body uh, on defense. They just get torched. Yep. I mean, yep. Torian Prince as your four on the, off the bench isn't great. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> I agree. I agree. The future is so bright. They, they lead the league in three-point shots made, which is yeah. – Think about saying that six years ago when they were dead last. <laughs> I know. Um, they lead fact, the league Ricky in – Rubio literally would not shoot a three to save his life. Oh, God. That, <laughs> it's, it makes it feel – that's why I'm so excited, even though they're the seventh seed. It's not great overall. But for how bad they've been for so many years, <laughs> it is just so fun to have basketball mean something in April. Yes. Uh, it's like, like I'm super excited to watch the Nuggets versus the Lakers at 2.30 today because we yeah. need the Lakers to win. Yeah, and Stuff honestly, like who's to say that we can't take the Grizzlies to seven games and, and win? Uh, I mean, who's to say that we can't do that? I, I, mean, I agree. I, I agree. totally think that this could be a seven-game series where we just grind it and grind it out against the Grizzlies. And maybe the Grizzlies escape and win the seventh game at home. But then the next series, they're going to be so tired from playing us that I think they're going to get beat by the Mavs or whoever it is they play in the second round. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think the key is obviously you have to win your home games in the playoffs because yeah. road games are so difficult. I mean, that's why that Nuggets road win, in my opinion, was so important, like impressive because it was, it was basically a play- playoff atmosphere in there, yeah. and they get the win. Um, yeah. Historically, I, I, yeah. Yeah, and I'd like to touch on that game if I could real quick. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the best games this season in, the, yeah. in all of the NBA. In all of the NBA. And I'm just saying, if I had a vote, I would totally vote Jokic for MVP, especially after watching that. I mean, I don't know how he couldn't. Yeah. Um, and I thought the Cat, that was a low-key great Cat game. Mm-hmm. He was in the foul of trouble, but the way he was shooting the basketball was outstanding. He, I mean, yeah. he went right at Jokic. And, look, everyone, you know, admits that Cat is the best scorer out of, you know, the big three centers in this league. He's, he's just not – I think he's not 
I don't want to say not smarter than them, but he doesn't manipulate the game like they do. Like Jokic, you could even see it against Cat. He just knows how to draw fouls against Cat. Joel Embiid gets to the line the most in the league, I think. Uh, Yeah, it's discipline. Yeah, it's – if Cat – I mean, in the playoffs, he has to stay out of foul trouble. The only good news is – the only good news is – really old. The only good news is that in the playoffs, the refs swallow the whistle a bit more. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that's the case. But then again, we can't – the Wolves like to complain about fouls. They need to realize that in the playoffs, you're not they, not everything's a foul when you drive to the rim. Yes, and so, Cat doesn't really get the calls anyway. Now in the playoffs, he's really not going to get the calls. <laughs> yeah, and Ant Ant likes to complain too, but uh, yeah, I mean it's it's it's, good it's exciting time. times. I mean, when, when you're when your team is in the playoffs in the springtime, no matter what, it's exciting. You know, it doesn't matter where they are, and especially if we get past that first play on game, like we should. You know we could do some damage. I agree. I mean, this could be, if we go 4-0, which I think we are going to go 4-0, yeah. Yeah. The, the schedule is favorable. We're, that's 48 wins. That's two less yeah. than 50. I mean, it's that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and in my opinion, this is year one of this yes. like whole yes. team being together. Like, yes. it's, they are only going to go up, so I can only imagine what they're going to be next year. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't see them being the number one seed in the West next year like the Suns, but yeah. I could see them being a three seed. Yeah, yeah I, that's the thing. Like, I could kind of see them be like the Ma- Mavericks were this year, mm-hmm. um, next year, you know, where they get into the, you know, three, four range. But yeah. Listen, like I said, no one expected the Suns, no one expected the Suns to be what they were last year after that, you know, playing game. And I'm just saying, you know, when they play their A game, not many teams can can beat them. So and and a similarity between those teams, I think D'Angelo has a little bit of Chris Paul in him. Mm. He can pass yeah. just like him. He knows yeah. how to get. He knows how to get those manipulative fouls, whether it's yeah. the rip through, find an arm, go up. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's. I mean, he's obviously a step below Chris Paul, but he yeah. can be sort of the Wolves' Chris Paul. Cat's yeah. better than Aiton. Anthony Edwards. Oh. Anthony yes. Edwards could be better than Devin Booker, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's a long yeah, ways away. I think I kind of think the key is – I mean, if I just were to say it now, next year, I think the key is going to be how much better Ant gets for mm-hmm. how far this team, this team is going to go. Obviously, Cat's going to do his thing. You know, I think Cat is going to be very motivated next year as well just to keep, keep going and – I would be surprised if he uh, ended up on the first team All NBA next year or or second, um, you know, just because of recency bias with the other two bigs. Um, only but- thing, only thing is that I don't think he will put up the numbers that Joel Embiid and Jokic do because those guys get the ball so much. Like do. Anthony Edwards is only going to get the ball more. D'Lo yeah. shoots a decent amount. Like, like we're just more uh, – we share the ball more, I guess. Like, Joel just posts up and goes to the line every single freaking possession. Yeah, And, and the and Joker, the thing, yeah. Though, it's why can't we do that with Cat? Why can't we? He doesn't know how to. Hmm. He, he just doesn't do it. Like, he's more of a scorer than a yeah. manipulative guy. Like, yeah. the, the game is turning to those type of players. Like yeah. James Harden used to be that. He's a little bit less of it now. 
But those oh, are, yeah. those are the guys that get the 30 points per game is the ones that go to the free throw line 10 times a game. Yeah, I agree. Um, and speaking of all NBA teams, what are your thoughts on where this is going to go here? We all, all the listeners know, we all know what we're talking about here. Well, I don't see how you can't put Jokic and Embiid on the first team. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how any voter can look at themselves in the mirror and not have put them both on. Well, the, I, it's I, just like I heard some one of the I was watching a YouTube video of a guy that does have a vote, and he was saying it it says point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Like, who do you put at power forward? Joel put Jokic, Jokic there. You put Jokic there. Yeah, and, and I agree. More of a stretch. You can stretch. You know, but this guy stretch. said, no, I can't do that. They're both centers. Like, but they're th- you have to. They're the two best players in the freaking league. I know. Like, well, that's, maybe that's honest. All the A voting, it, it's it's kind of a disgrace. Like, why don't you just make it the best fifteen players? You know. Uh huh. I agree. Yeah, and but I, I still think there's a chance. I still think there's a chance that Cat squeaks in the second team. I really do because I think a lot of these voters are going to be like, you know, like fuck it, like let's let's just do it. Let's let's put Jokic at at power forward and Embiid at center, and then Cat will get the next spot. But if not, I, yeah, All NBA third team for sure. This is huge for Cat though, because now if he does make All NBA, which he's going to, he is super max uh, eligible. So he's going to get a contract this summer. Um, yeah. If he didn't, he wouldn't be able to get a contract this summer. It'd have to be after I think after next year, yeah. which would make things very interesting. Yeah, uh, I, so I, I do think he'll, I do think he'll make it. I think he'll make third team. Oh no doubt, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let's go to the. Let's talk about the East. Um, yep. It's just a jumble, jumble of teams. I mean, it's the Heat, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers. The Raptors are pretty good, actually. Yes. The Bulls have fallen off like a horribly. The yep. Cavs have fallen off. Yep. And then you slide all the way down to ten, and it's the Nets. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in the ten seed. That just doesn't really happen. Mm-hmm. We were talking a little bit before this. You think the Bucks and the Nets are the two most likely teams yes. to make the finals. And here's why. Who are the two best players in basketball? Well, Giannis and KD. And you don't want to bet against those guys when it comes to crunch time. Um, I do think that whatever happens with – with the Nets is obviously going to, you know, impact, you know, everything because there's a lot of reports about teams being very like self-conscious about where they end up in the seating so they don't have to face Brooklyn in the first round. Mm -hmm. And whether it's Miami, whether it's Boston, whether it's, you know, the Bucks. um, But I do think that if Milwaukee plays – the Nets in the first round, which it end, it's ended up looking like that might happen. Whoever wins that is going to go to the finals. Um, the East is very loaded, though. I, I mean, the Celtics are have been the best team in the league the past month. Um, I'm losing Robert Williams is going to kill Yeah, that me. was big. That was big. That was big. But I will know. also uh, – I think it's looking like the Nets are going to play the Heat because they're the 10th seed and they're a full game back of the uh, eight seed. So they'd yes. have, they wouldn't – if they're the 10th seed, it's physically impossible to be the 7th seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm saying if Milwaukee passed. Yeah. Heat. And 
can't – I mean, the season's not over. I mean, Brooklyn could still get back to the, you know, the eighth seed and play yeah. and play Cleveland and win, and then they'll be the seventh seed. But Their last four games are very easy. Yeah, I, I kind of think that that's what it's going to end up being. Um, but I'm just really excited to see the blood battle that happens out there. Um, but I, I just think that – I just kind of think that the Bucks are the best team in the league. And, uh, or best team in the East, sorry. And if you watch that Brooklyn game, um, you know, obviously it was, it was great on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. You're kind of sitting yourself thinking, do we really want to play Brooklyn in the first round? Like, is – I mean, what team in the East can beat Brooklyn four games? Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just really excited for it. Yeah, it's, it's – the whole playoffs are going to be good. The East is just such a, a bunch of teams. The West, you can argue that it's just two teams. It's the yeah. Suns and the Grizzlies. Yeah. The, the East, it's like you got the Heat, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers, and the Nets. And all yeah. five of those teams, I think, could go on that run. Celtics, yeah. probably the last in that. But I don't have confidence in the Heat, really. I mean, maybe it's because no. of what the Wolves have done to them. But I, I don't either. No, I don't. I gotta hate Jimmy Butler. That yeah. that 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 thing with him and Eric Spolstra, like what are you doing? You're gonna fight yep, your surprise, coach. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. It's 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 like everyone's like, oh, I love Jimmy for like the first year or two, and then all of a sudden something happens, it just goes downhill. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he's not on the heat next year. Yeah. <laughs> um yep. all right. Well, anything else you want to touch on in the NBA? Yeah, I'd like I one thing about the Nets is if they were fully healthy and the Kyrie shit, Kyrie stuff never happened with the vaccines, I 100% think that they would have won the title. Yeah, they'd be uh, way higher in the seating. I can say that because well, yeah, and just how much of a like you know clusterfuck their season has been. I mm-hmm. mean, with, with Katie's injury, with the Kyrie stuff, with Harden, and now with like Ben Simmons not playing, it's like so much stuff has happened where it's like if they were just like had a little more stability this season, I really do think that they would be well on their way to getting that trophy. Steve Nash has been put into a circus the first two years of his coaching career. I mean, last year it was the Harden, Kyrie, KD. This year, Harden, Ben Simmons, Kyrie missing half the season. I mean, it's just been screwed up for him. Um, so you know, you never know, though. I mean, you have Kyrie, Kyrie and KD on the same team. You know, they could make a run. So, yeah, it, it's always possible. I just don't know if they have the pieces around them. Like James Johnson is playing big minutes for them. Nick <laughs> Claxton, uh, Patty Mills can go hot or cold. He can be good, but he can also be horrible. Yes. Um, Drummond, he's their starting center. Yeah. I don't know how much he can bring, but. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's there's a lot to look forward to in the playoffs, even the play-in, because it'll oh, be yeah. interesting where the Nets finish. Yes. Uh, also, if the Wolves are in the play-in, that will be nerve-wracking. But I can tell you this target center will be bumping. Yep. Yep. So we appreciate everybody listening to today's episode. I'll be back early in the week to talk about the Masters tournament. And then mm. later, later in the week, I'm hoping to have – at least one or two guests, and then the following week, maybe two more guests if everything goes to plan. So everybody have a good Sunday. 
Uh, Wolves play tonight against the Rockets. I'm expecting a blowout. Also, the Lakers play the Nuggets at 2.30. We need the Lakers to win. Um, But other than that, everybody have a good day. Peace out.